yeah. It's Mr. Encore. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew, check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew, yeah, come on. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew, yeah. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew, Hello everyone and welcome once again It's that witching hour again 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time Where all good people Sit back and relax Either you jump on their PCs Or or just um, call in And and listen to the FSP Crew Show I am your host JT aka The Master And as always uh, Fellow Jersey guy is always joining me to, to, on on this uh, uh, joyous occasion. Um, he's called Jeff the Joker, and we make up the FSP Crew Show. The number to call in is three four seven six three seven three two two zero. I'll say that again: is one three four seven six three seven three two two zero. It's a place to be if you want to talk to Jeff and me. You've heard that before, I know, but that's that's just what we do here. We we, we uh, keep it keep it real, keep it the same. Um, and that's our mantra. Got an abbreviated show for you. Um, from now until the NFL draft, which starts on the 28th, which is approximately um, two weeks, three weeks, I'm sorry, three weeks um, from today, uh, when we'll have an expanded um, draft show, which will be approximately two. To two and a half hours, somewhere in that that time frame. Um, so, but until then, this week, next week, following week, half hour shows. Going to keep it brief. Um, and like I said, uh, I gave you the phone number. We also have a chat room sitting out there waiting for you. If you'd like to ask a question, make a statement or a comment in that chat room, you can also do that. But without further ado, since we have a short time and. Uh, with a short amount of um, topics to talk about, let me bring in my esteemed Jersey guy, Double J, as I can I call him. What's up, Jeff? How you doing? Yeah, we're we're like J and J, like Johnson and Johnson, uh, <laughs> uh, a huge successful uh, New Jersey corporation. Uh, there you, so that's there you go. Yes. Uh, how you doing, Jeff? How you been, man? How how was how was good. your week? Pretty good. Okay. Well, people, it's it seems that this is an ongoing saga. It never stops, Jeff. Um I I just happened to catch part of this and 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 I'm I hate to say it like this, but I am flabbergasted that uh this guy is still in um the mouths of people to uh, to be a on a roster of an NFL roster. But I mean to be or on a roster of an NFL team. Excuse me for the for the missed uh, quote there. I'm talking about Johnny Manziel, and I don't know if you know this or not. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's gotten signed, but it's supposedly he got linked to Broncos 
to the link to the Broncos. Um, and uh, supposedly Gary Kubiak is leaving no stone unturned, including the the uh, uh, the poison rock or whatever you want to call him of Johnny Manziel. Uh, Kubiak said he had a conversation with Manziel last month, um, and it seems like uh, uh, he's. I wouldn't say he's on the radar, but he's a thought in the Super Bowl winning coach's um, brain right now. Uh, what is your thought on Gary Kubiak? We had a conversation with him. You know, I, I think this guy, all the antics that he's had, um, I'm surprised that an NFL coach actually he picked up the phone uh, and had a conversation with this guy, knowing all the antics and, and, and and trials and tribulations this guy has taken the Cleveland Browns through and taken uh, all of his loved ones through, that he would actually think that he had a shot of bringing this guy in or, you know, just testing the waters. I would even 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 try that. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not real keen on uh, Johnny Manziel. Um, I think maybe the Broncos are, uh, who knows, trying to, uh, trying to create some kind of leverage or something because they're trying to uh, trade for Kaepernick, um, which I'm not a big fan of him either, but uh, uh, at least he stays off the police blotters. Um, so, uh, you know what I mean? I guess if you could bring him in as uh, your third-string quarterback uh, at a low salary, you know, it might be worth a shot. I mean, you figure, you know, the Broncos have, uh, you know, uh, Super Bowl team and they've got leaders they could uh, deal with the distraction of Manziel um, but the thing is um, I mean the thing is if Manziel's going to uh, drink and uh, you know use drugs uh, I mean drinking is legal uh, well some of the drugs might be legal in Colorado but uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, think right? I don't think um you know, he kind of disappeared for a while last year. And I remember his father, his own father was saying that he was, you know, feared for his life. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, this is a big deal. And if you got that kind of big deal, you need a plan. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, NFL team, they have support staff, you know, um, not in the same category. But if you're, you know, if you've got talent, they'll, they'll you know, you know, get hook you up with the support staff and whatever. Dallas has done that. I mean, uh, recently with uh, uh, Des Bryant. You know, in the past with guys like uh, Pac-Man Jones, and uh, that's what guys need. And you know, I mean, Manziel needs a plan. And uh, he he really screwed up in Cleveland last year. And I, I can't imagine him competing for a job. I mean, you know, he's he's probably a uh, a third stringer with a with a little bit of upside, maybe you know. Uh, it, 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 you know, but the thing is, because this guy won a Heisman and whatever, the big thing is the Heisman. That because of that, um, you know, he he's always going to be a news story, pretty much. Well, Jeff, let me tell you something. We've been going, we've been limping along, and I have to say it like this, we've been limping along 
for uh, I can't even think how long, but we've been limping along with uh, uh, um, just two wheels on a third wheel um, cart. <laughs> and we have been blessed with our third wheel tonight. Welcome, Mike. How you doing, my man? Travis, I miss you guys, man. I, hey, I was able to creep away tonight. I was able to creep away tonight. <laughs> well, let me ask, let me ask you, Mike. Uh, it, it, are you teetering here, or what, what's the story? Because uh, the last time I I, I uh, got some texts from you, you were looked like you were on the way uh, of jumping off the nearest bridge, dealing with some issues uh, <laughs> at your, at your J O B. So, is everything cool now, or what's going on, man? Well, 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 they're on vacation, so I have to take advantage while they're gone. So. Okay. I, I'm here for while they're on vacation right now. Well, well, so hopefully things are changed in a little while though. Well, that person must be on an extended vacation. Seems like she seems like they are always on vacation. Am I right about that? Yeah, you are definitely right about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, anyway, it's it's a pleasure, and it, it's ironic. It is so ironic. You jump in. On this show, and the first topic I'm talking about is your boy, Johnny Manziel. Supposedly, supposedly um, talking or being talked to or being talked with, I should say, uh, having a conversation with, that's probably better uh, said like that, with uh, the Super Bowl winning coach from the past Super Bowl, Gary Kubiak. What's your thoughts on that? Oh man, I I got a hold that my man is still not drinking. Uh, if he still is drinking, I I think it's he has no shot at coming back, man. We, we got to see what Johnny does. I mean, but what is that syndrome? The affluenza syndrome. I think he suffers from a little bit of that. <laughs> the guy loves the party, man. I don't know if, if football is in the cards for him. I don't think he has a dedication to put in the work for football. But hey, when he was in college, he was a heck of a football player, and I, I still like him. I wish him all the best, but I'm not sure how that's going to work out with Gary Kubiak. Okay. All right, guys, this is maybe um, – I don't know if it's going to be a good thing here. I got an article here that I um, that is pretty interesting. Um, that I'm going to, um, I don't know if you guys know about this. It just happened today. Um, so I don't know if you guys know about this, and it could be a groundbreaking – Maybe a groundbreaking thing that's going to happen in the NFL, but right now it's uh, um, officially um, approved in the CFL for the 2016 season. I'm going to read some of this article and then get your thoughts on it. Like I said, for the 2016 season, the Canadian Football League will add a video official with the authority to overturn obvious officiating errors an important test case for the National Football League. Like I said, the rule change was approved Thursday by the league's Board of Governors. The new official will work with work from the C- CFL's Officiating Command Center in Toronto and will monitor games via a dedicated video feed that will show all 24 players on the field. According to the league, The video official's mandate will be to rapidly fix obvious errors that are not challengeable by replay. In theory, the video official will help the CFL avoid instances in which fans watching at home 
have a better view of a play from HD feeds and super slow motion than officials on the field and can see errors that go unaddressed during the game. Now, your beloved commissioner, Roger Goodell, noted that trend during a December interview with Sirius XM Radio. He said it was time for his league to understand and recognize that we're seeing things we've never saw before. Goodell added, you all as broadcasters or fans in general get to see things, and we have to make sure our officials have access to that kind of technology in a way that's not overly disruptive to our game so that they can get the same type of input when they're making decisions and avoid critical errors. The CFL rule change is a first step toward tackling that problem. The league provided the following example. If members of both the offensive and defensive lines jump into the neutral zone prior to the snap, the video official has the option to jump in and quickly tell the referee which team jumped first. Traditionally, on-field officials had no alternative but to rely on what they believed they saw in real time, often after a time-consuming conference. Technological advances have placed officiating under increased scrutiny in sports around the world, an issue the CFL has addressed more aggressively than the NFL. Two years ago, it added defensive pass interference to its list of reviewable calls, a foray into judgment calls that the NFL has thus far resisted. On Thursday, it expanded the list to include offensive pass interference and illegal contact, among others. And too much, in, and in too much, the CFL opens in June. All right, Mike, uh, I'm going to give you the form first and give me your thoughts on what the CFL is doing, and it could be a, a precursor for what the NFL may do down the road. Talk to me. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see because I, I want to see if another uh, Dallas Cowboy and Green Bay Packers situation shows up. <laughs> right. But certainly see if they make the catch. How would they rule on this? So that, that's going to be very interesting to see. I, I wish I could get CFL games. I'm, I'm not so familiar with what broadcast they show these CFL games. But it should be a good experiment. Uh, I'm sure Roger Goodell will be watching closely. I'm sure the NFL refs will be watching closely. But I, I just have to see how this works out. Because there's still going to be some tricky calls that they don't get right. Mm-hmm. Dean Blandino is one of the, another one that could be watching this uh, very um, closely, too. Vice President of Officiating. So uh, what's your thoughts, Jeff? Uh, with all due respect to the Canadian Football League, I'm not sure if the NFL pays a lot of attention to it. Um, you know what I mean? Um, they they probably should pay some attention, but, uh, you know, it's a slightly different game. It's a small league. Uh, I think, what do they have, maybe 10 teams? Um, I, they might, I, I don't – I think the NFL doesn't want that because they don't want to slow down the game or extend the game. Uh, I mean, they, they could. I think it's more likely they go with what they do in college. You know, the Division One colleges, they have uh, – don't they have a ref in the booth and they uh, just uh, keep an eye on it, you know? Um, and that seems to work okay, so most of the time. Uh, but uh, regarding CFL, they – uh, Black, you should check. Um, there, there are some uh, local uh, sports networks that carry the CFL. Um, 
I don't think you get Sportsnet New York, but I think they used to show some CFL games. And I used to actually watch some. But, that, you know, and it's good to watch in June and July, but once the NFL is in training camp, it's like, you know, okay, you know, can't, can't, you know, Canadian football is nice, but step aside for, uh, you know, uh, the uh, American game, you know. So, uh, but, yeah, you might, you know, uh, be able to find it on, on a local uh, sports network. They they do show some of the games. Uh, I'll try to check it out. I'll see if uh, the, the station you're talking about has a stream. I got to catch it on the stream. Yeah, oh, yeah, and of course you can watch online. And, uh uh, you know, the Arena League just kicked off last week. Uh, they're not doing so hot. They're down to only eight teams. So uh, I used to be a big uh, Arena League fan. Uh, I still try to watch once in a while, but uh, not the same. But uh, ever since they shut it down for that year, that league has never been the same. Uh, yeah. I still miss the XFL, man. You know, uh, <laughs> it, 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 I wish it would have stuck around. I mean, uh, they, you, you know what, though, was crazy? that they were playing outdoor games at night in northern cities in February. That was like, didn't they realize that was going to be a problem? You know, uh, they, McMahon got a few little details like that wrong. So, oh, well. Another one <laughs> bites think, the huh? dust. You think, yeah. Huh? Hey, um, yeah. Speaking of uh, view, how you can view um, uh, football games, well, this was a, a surprise to me. I think it happened a couple of days ago. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what day it happened. Um, I know you guys heard about this. Um, that uh, Twitter um, was awarded the right to stream Thursday night football games. So anybody with a Twitter account will be able to jump online and to be able to watch the Thursday night football um, what's your thoughts on that, man? I mean, uh, if you're out and about, you can jump on Twitter if you don't have any other ways of watching it um, and watch a f- football game. Talk to me, uh, um, uh, Jeff. You know, uh, NFL, you know, when it comes to making money, you know, yep. they, 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 they leave no stone unturned. They're, you know, they embrace the technology. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you're going to mention it. I thought you were going to mention that also, uh, NFL, you know, God, God forbid they leave a nickel behind. They want to play a game in China in 2018, and yep. already the Giants and the Packers don't like it, and I don't blame them because it, it, it's it's very impractical, and I think the NFL does not seem quite aware or they don't care about it because it's a very long flight and a lot of jet lag. So uh, uh, I, I don't like it, and, but you know what? It, it, because there's a billion people in China and they want to be popular in China, they'll probably find a way to put a game in China, whether the teams like it or not, because uh, we know what their priorities are. I mean, I'm no dummy. I mean, I like money too, but just some things you don't do. You know, some things aren't for sale, but uh, very little is off limit with these, these guys who run the league. Oh, well, before I get to, uh, to Mike, uh, what is your thoughts? And then I'll swing all this over to Mike. Uh, on them expanding the uh, – now the talk came up again. Uh, I think it was announced the same time that the Thursday Night Football was going to be on Twitter, that uh, um, he wants to expand the playoff um, by two more by two more teams in each conference. What's your thoughts on that, Jeff, before I swing all this to my, uh, Mike? Oh, 
You know what? You don't want to cheapen the regular season. It's the most meaningful regular season in pro sports. Why dilute it? You know, I, I don't get it. It, 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 it. You know, why mess with a good thing? Because already, you know, you can get a 500 team in there with the current format, you know. But these things mean nothing to these guys. If they can make one more nickel, it's like, uh, okay, what? You want the guys jumping around in pink tutus? Okay, everybody's going to wear a pink tutu next year, you know. Uh, this is what these cats are all about. All right, Mike, you got a full slate here. Twitter, uh, game in China, oh, really? and, and expanded the playoff. Talk to me. You, you put it. You put it like it was so wonderful that Twitter got awarded Thursday night football. I, that <laughs> that product is so trash. I, I don't think that is the award for the Twitter user. That, that's going to be tossed if anybody tunes into those games. But. Uh, Playing to China, man, that's a long, long flight. There's really not any rest. And you're talking about getting beat up playing the whole 60 minutes of football and making a long flight back. I, I don't know why the NFL is just trying to expand everywhere. It's not like you can have a, a Green Bay Packer team playing China every Sunday. I don't know why they're just doing it. Just go ahead and give them the broadcast rights. Broadcast the games over there, but don't send the teams over there, for Christ's sake. Man. All right, guys. And uh, I wouldn't say last but not least, um, the NFL preseason schedule just got released today. The first the hall, first game, the Hall of Fame game, where the new inductees of the Hall of Fame get uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, on that weekend, on that Sunday, Sunday night, ESPN, August 7th, which is going to be, going to be the uh, Packers and the um, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and one of the, I think the following week will be the Packers versus the uh, um, L.A. Rams in August, on August 13th, uh, the first game, even though it's a preseason game, the first game <clears throat> back in L.A. Um, I don't have the whole preseason schedule on it, but it's, it's interesting. Um uh, you guys probably are going to look at it at your leisure whenever it, uh, you can. Um, but uh, that's of note, Green Bay versus Indianapolis Hall of Fame game. And uh, um, the Packers, I think the following week, play the L.A. Rams in L.A., wherever they're going to play their preseason games. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Mike? Uh, only preseason games I'm really interested in seeing. As the Cleveland Browns with their new signee, Robert Griffin III. Uh, I'm anxious to see what Hugh Jackson is going to do with RG. Uh, they're still talking about RG, believe it or not, down here in, on the D.C. radio stations. I, I have no idea why, but I, I'm interested to see what he's going to do in Cleveland. Jeff, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, um, it, it, as much as you miss football, those preseason games can be tough to watch. Uh but uh, the third game is usually the best one, and I think that's usually when the Giants play the Jets. Uh, and I'll say I wish they would. Giants and Jets would play every year in the regular season. Like they had something like if they had NFC East plays one, you know, teams play one game against the AFC East every year. You know, kind of like I think how they used to do the interleague play in baseball. That would be awesome. You know, but they don't listen to me. Okay. Well, Mike, I think yes, we haven't we haven't talked to you in a while, and there, there's been some news that took place, and you had 
mentioned that they're still talking about him in, in, in D.C. And Jeff and I had talked about this last week. But uh, you're down in D.C. Um, you have uh, – I'm not sure exactly uh, where you stand on, on RG3. I know you're a Cowboy fan, so it probably is on the negative side. But your thoughts of um, him going to what I think is one of the best uh, – one of the best, not the best, but one of the best. There's a few of them. And offensive coordinators in the league, and Hugh Jackson is one of them, in my opinion. Um, uh, 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 Robert Griffin III going there, and uh, what you think his success rate will be in, in that uh, whatever Hugh Jackson and Pep Hamilton formulate to, to, to uh, um, uh, for him to get the best out of RG3. Talk to me, Mike. I mean, I, I, I think he's hungry, man. I mean, he had a full offseason. He's a 100% healthy. I saw he's sitting down right now trying to learn that playbook, itching to get on that field. I'm, I'm anxious to see it because things ended terribly here in Washington Ball. And it, it, these guys are still bad now from while he's gone. So I'm, I'm anxious to see. I want to see if he can bounce back. I know he always throws us close out, uh, no pressure, no diamonds, and things like that. But I'm definitely anxious to see. And I, I think uh, the receiver comes back this year as well. That's not Josh Gordon. Yes. Well, let me put it this way. Supposedly, the NFL is looking at whether they should be reinstated or not. There's no timetable, um, and he could be reinstated at any time. So, uh, I'm, I'm, what I'm thinking, because there's the, these teams are starting the off-season program, I'm thinking that within the next uh, couple of weeks, there's going to be uh, a decision on whether jo- Josh Gordon can come back or not. Uh, because so we can get into the um, team's off-season program, so we'll see what I mean, and we'll see what happens. So, oh, all right. And I, and I know he, he and I know he's going to have the hand because I'm sure Cleveland's going to grab a quarterback at that two spot. So I'm anxious to see how he's going to handle that as well. And, we, and uh, I don't know if you weren't. Well, maybe you weren't. Maybe you weren't. weren't maybe you were. Maybe you weren't. Um, Half-hour shows up until the draft night. I don't know if you heard that. And um, on draft night, it's probably going to be expanded show about two hours at least um, to, to talk about the picks on the draft. Uh, with that being said, you know, for some reason, uh, Mike, it, it came up, it popped up in my head. I don't know why. Um, I haven't even talked about this guy in God knows how long. Don't even know if you have any correspondence with this guy anymore. Um, whatever happened to Chris? Oh man, yeah. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to Chris in a while, man. It's been probably a good uh I would say about eight months now. Eight or nine okay. months. I, I know he was going through some things with uh some stuff out in California. I don't know if he actually moved out there or not. But I'm gonna try to send an email and, and uh, shoot him a holler and see what's going on. Because usually we uh we get to talking during the fantasy season. So I I'll see if I can get in contact with him. Okay. Um Tell him, tell him I was uh, asking about him because I haven't talked to him in a while, and I'm interested to see what he's up to. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna check him still see if he uh, has a Skype on. I, I'm gonna talk to him uh, the other day. I, I meant to call him. I went down to the uh, the DC Army on Friday for the uh, Mayweather promotions fight for uh, the Brown and Fairpain fight. And there was some good fights down there in the DC Army. Uh, Mayweather's bringing a lot of fights to the area. I think the plan is once the MGM Brian goes up at the National Harbor out here in uh, Fort Washington, Maryland. 
that most of the big MGM fights that are being made is a big Mayweather is also going to bring some of those big fights up here to the hob. I believe the MGM Grand will be finished by 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of boxing, Mr. Broner, God help us, Mr. Broner, um, I, 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 he, 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 he called out Floyd after his after his debacle of a fight um, that he won in some okie yeah. doke fashion. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was there for it, bro. I, I was there for it all. We, we got to talk to him after the fight and the, uh, the press conference. He, he's like, he's really not beefing with Floyd, but he wants Floyd to show some type of respect. And if he keeps running off at his mouth, he says he eventually wants to bow with Floyd. I know Floyd isn't going to take a bow with him off of that performance against Bill Payne, so we have to see Brown to put some more things together. He mentioned he's not going to uh, fight at 140 anymore because, you know, he lost the belt before the fight even started because he was uh, 0.4 pounds overweight. So we had to pay Bill Payne an extra 50000 for the fight. But he's moving back up to 147. So we'll, we'll see what type of fights he takes uh, moving forward. But the only way that he was going to get licensed in D.C. is if he turned himself in. And he actually did that after the fight that uh, following Monday. He went back home to Ohio, turned himself in to face the side. So it's going to be an interesting round for Bruno. But he had a great great uh, camp down here with the local D.C. trainers known as the Headbangers. They have a great track there, along for Calvin Ford and Patrice and all those guys. So a couple of good fights coming up. Mayweather's bringing a lot of fights there for the area. Okay. All right. Well, we come to the end of the show, and like I do um, at, every time we have the end of the show, I give my uh, guys a, a chance to um, spout off to whatever they want to for whatever amount of time they want to. And since Mike is uh, uh, no longer a ghost, and we he appeared, <laughs> uh, appeared, I'm going to give him the first uh, uh, to, to chime in, chime in on whatever he wants for as, as whatever as long as he wants, and then then I'll move it over to Jeff before we get out of here. Talk to me, Mike. All right. Well, like I said, man, it, it's good, good, good to be back with you guys, man. I, I thought I was a prisoner for these past couple of months. Uh, I'm hoping to try to finesse this boss a little bit so things can get a little better where I can be on the show. Um, I got to shout a big shout out to Mike Perriman, aka Mike Knotts from a uh, Fox Sports Radio was at the fight with me in press row. So I'm sure he'll have some stories for you. It probably was like a 1,000 degrees in D.C. Army, but that's another story. But, yeah, I'm glad to be here, guys, and I look forward to moving forward with the rest of these shows. Okay. Jeff, my man, talk to me. Welcome back to Black. And I want to mention um, the ladies with a lot of jewelry. And I'm talking about the UConn (laughs) women's team. uh, Yes, sir. Four in a row uh, might not ever happen again, and I don't think it's bad for the sport because it's not going to last forever. So uh, qu- quite a group they got there. They got a lot to be proud of. Okay. Well, I want to thank – we had a full crew, and, of course, when we have a full crew, I decide to have a half-hour show. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, like I said, people, half-hour from now until the uh, draft – um, and then that on um, draft night, which is April 28th, where, where the first round starts, um, we have our show at eight o'clock. It's going to go for about two hours. Um, but until then, uh, 
tune in next week. I want to thank my guy for showing up and uh, enjoy always enjoy the conversation. Uh, next week, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we'll be back here again, um, holding it down as we always do. Um, from Mike, Jeff, and myself, have a good night. We're out. Yeah, Mr. Encore, fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah, check. Fantasy sports and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it.